take 18. Yeah. Good morning, Danny. Uh, today morning, I want to talk about I want to talk about a classic uh, case that we deal with very often on with projects that have time sensitive deadlines, um, and it seems like they are not going to hit that deadline. So I want to jump right in. I know you talk, we, we spoke a little before about um, a process you have to deal with this. So if you don't mind sharing, what well, what's the process that you'd go through in such a case? Sure. So it's very common scenario that a project started, everything's going good. You got a capable dev team, stuff's going good, but now you're up against a time crunch and it doesn't look like you're going to hit it. So I think that there's really three steps that you got to take in, the, in a situation like this. Um, first step is be realistic. You have to take a step back, look at your product, look at your requirements, say, do I have the right people? Do I have the right budget? And do I have an, a realistic timeline to get this product and these requirements done? Or is it dead on arrival? First step is be realistic with yourself, with your team and make sure that it's something that's feasible. Second step is really breaking down the project on a granular level and saying which features are time sensitive. So a lot of times in a product, you'll have a, a feature set which is critical for the success of the product, but is not necessarily critical for this specific time crunch that you're in right now. And then within this set of features that's, that's um, critical for, for, for this deadline, a lot of times the granular details of how that process needs to be built out, those features need to be built out, can also be broken down to what's actually critical for this timeline right now. And then I think the third thing is, is now that you've broken down to what's actually critical, you're in a reasonable time frame, taking your dev team, taking all your stakeholders involved and saying, can we be creative and find ways, even if they're Band-Aid solutions and we're technically loading on technical debt, are there ways that we can uh, de-risk this, 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 this time crunch by finding alternative solutions or using third-party solutions to limit the amount of um, dev time needed to, to, to get the requirement delivered? Okay, so so if I sum that up, you're saying step one, let's be realistic. Step two, let's identify where in the project there is the time sensitive uh, aspects of it. Where are the time sensitive features? And number three, um, work with the team to identify alternative solutions. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, so let's jump into each one a little bit. Um, Obviously, be, be realistic speaks for itself what, what to do, um, but I guess any, any tips or tricks for how to go about it, because I've seen a lot of times the reaction to such a situation is just pushing a team harder. Uh, let's do more. Let's, let's just faster, harder, which obviously doesn't really work because people have limitations. So any, any uh, tips for how to make that, how to deal with that? Yeah, so the first thing is just don't do that. I mean, <laughs> we, we all know realistically what burnout is and we know that it's, there, there's reasonable expectations that you could have of people. Um, within that, I think that a lot of times an objective opinion is necessary to look at the product and look at the requirements and say, 
from an objective standpoint, do I think that this is reasonable or not? People oftentimes either underestimate or overestimate their abilities and having that outside perspective on a whole level and not just looking at how quickly you could cope, but looking at the product in terms of how quickly are stakeholders responding with feedback um, and all the other details around it that are gonna affect the, how quickly the product's able to move, I think is beneficial. Uh, another thing which I would say within here, within this is um, that there, I've seen cases where everyone is on the same page. Yeah, we're gonna get this delivered by this and this date, but there's, but there's a disconnect between what the product stakeholders feel is being delivered and what the developers think they're developing, what they're committing to developing. And so it's very important that there be tremendous clarity between the two parties, between the dev team and the business team in terms of what we need and what's being delivered. Because if not, then you're back to this issue of trying to put your team at the last second because of this lack of clarity or just not being able to have the product ready in the deadline. Okay. Um, all right, those are two good tips. Obviously being objective is always uh, an important thing to do, important uh, um, thing to have on a project. Um, and I, I, I definitely agree with you that very often there is a lack of clarity. There's a lack, there's inconsistent um, expectations between people. There's uh, misunderstandings, but uh, let's move on from that because I think it's a whole another topic for itself. Um, let's delve into reason number two or step number two in the process, which, which is, I guess, identifying where the time sensitive aspects of a project are um, do you mind maybe going through an example, sharing some experience you've had with this? Because I think it sounds easy to understand, but we'll, we'll be better with an example. Yeah, sure. So I was actually involved in a product. It was a two-sided marketplace, um, and it was a product to, for schools to uh, hire uh, teachers. And there, so... Whenever you're dealing with a two-sided marketplace, you have users which have different interests and oftentimes conflicting priorities. Um, and then within those users, you have their individual priorities in terms of what they're trying to accomplish with the product. So when we, we were up against a time-sensitive goal to get the product ready for a conference that would be attended by school administrators. Uh, essentially, the people who would have buying, this, buying decision-making power for the schools as to whether or not to use this product to as their hiring platform for their school. And we had to have a, a deliverable that would convince them that, you know, this is the way that we should go about hiring our teachers in the future. Uh, now, when we looked at the, at the backlog, a lot of the priorities or a lot of the things that we were looking to develop um, were surrounded around the teacher users, around making their experience great which is equally important when it comes to delivering a product um, and ultimately even selling the product to, to the schools uh, so that they know that there's gonna be teachers engaging with it. But what would tip the buying scale for the administrators of the school was the hiring process, going through the process from posting a job through selecting a candidate they wanted and removing that job from the public interface. Um, that's what would make them actually choose whether or not to use the product. 
And so we prioritize really that experience of, for the school administrators. And that's how we made the product sellable, even though when we had to actually deliver the product, it had to include a lot more features in it. Okay, so that's a very interesting, interesting scenario where you have two users, you have the teachers and you have the, um, and you have the administrators and both are equally important to have a sellable product. I mean, you're not gonna, you're not gonna deliver this product without being able to cater to both of them. But the time sensitive aspect of the project was only to one user due to the fact that you needed to sell, sell them, sell the administrators of this project. Um, and therefore being able to, to focus on the features that number one on the user that needs to be sold, i.e. the administrator. And then number two, the features within that um, that are gonna sell administrator is, is a good example of looking at a project and figuring out where the time sensitive aspects are. All right, I like that example. I like that case. Uh, it's a great job of bringing that out. Let's, let's talk about number three now. You said your third step is to look to a gather team and try to find alternative solutions to get to where we want to get to. I'm sure you have an example for this. Do you want to uh, maybe elaborate and, and bring another example? Sure. So I'll bring another example. It also has to do with the with the education fields, interestingly. Um, so just to provide a little bit of context about this, about the scenario that happened is there was a network of schools that when COVID hit, had to figure out how to go about remote testing for their students. So they were accustomed in their school to doing, you know, typical paper tests and that I had to test across um, student, students in their home. Uh, and they looked into multiple products because there are multiple software products out there. And for their requirements, there was no product that was a perfect fit for what they needed. And so they decided that they wanted to go about actually developing their own custom platform um, to handle the testing process. Um, the problem was, is that again, school didn't stop. School was happening from people's homes and they needed to test their students on the regular schedule that they had. Uh, and so what we were able to do is once we pulled together the dev team, we were able to look at what product was most aligned with what they were looking for. And now how could we augment that product um, to get as close to what they were looking for, even if that was a band-aid solution. And what that did is that allowed us to buy a little bit more time to actually build out the custom product, which is exactly what they wanted and properly integrated in a seamless way with their LMS. Um, so that was kind of like one of those situations where you, where you buy into a third party and they had to build up a little bit on that third party just to service even what they needed in the short term. Um, but that was a creative solution to meet a very, very short uh, time deadline to to actually have a releasable product. Okay, so if I understood correctly, the situation was that there were products available to that seemingly dealt with your with your problem, you know, with the ability to test students remotely, but the the stakeholders were not happy with these products, and therefore the decision was to build custom. Now, due to the time sensitive. Uh, need the fact that you guys needed to test ASAP. 
going back and saying, okay, we weren't happy with the third party solutions because of A, B, and C, um, but let's see if we can figure out a way to augment and, and basically use the third party software and just augment it with these capabilities. So obviously it, it probably wasn't as smooth or as perfect as you liked. I'm sure there was some, uh, some issues or some inefficiencies on the usability standpoint, but you, you figured out a solution that technically got the job done in time, even if it's not in the most efficient or in the, in the perfectly desired way. Right. And like I said, it was more about buying time than, you know, a final solution that, of what would actually be implemented. So it was about if we were able to buy an extra couple of months and actually develop what they needed, that that was sufficient. So, yeah. Right. Which I think that's an important lesson over here where very often we throw out possible solutions because it's not perfect. It's not exactly what we wanted. Um, but in time sensitive scenarios, the ability to look back at those solutions and see what can I take from that? You know, what, what can I get from these solutions that will help me from a time standpoint, right? So they're, they're available ASAP. Um, it's a very important, uh, it's very, it's very useful ability because obviously over here, you, you couldn't build it faster than, than it was possible. There's, as we discussed earlier, there's limitations for how fast things can be built. Um, and being able to find an alternative solution by using a non-perfect uh, software, something that you weren't happy for, is uh, is definitely creative, creative alternative solution. So that's uh, it's a very interesting. It's a good way of bringing out that third point. Um, okay, so if I had to wrap this up now, my I believe we spoke about when people have a time-sensitive project. And they, they're developing software, but they clearly are not going to be hitting their deadline um, with everything in the project. The process you take is, number one, let's be realistic. Pushing people harder than, than is possible is not actually going to get a better result. There's burnout. There's human limitations. There's only so much we can do. Um, we mentioned how bringing in a third party, an objective opinion can help with that. Um, and then after not, after coming to reality of let's not push ourselves harder than we can, step number two is really being able to identify where is the time sensitive features, focusing on those. And then step number three is being able to come up with alternative solutions that may not be perfect, maybe a band-aid solution, but they get the job done right now. They get the job done while hitting the deadline and thereby buying time to create a perfect solution in the long run without these without these time sensitive deadlines or with a further longer deadline. Exactly. Is that yeah. All right. Danny, it's been a pleasure speaking to you and I'm sure we'll do this again. Uh, have a good one.